everyone, to this week's Conversations Different, the New Mexicans Weekly Podcast, where we are going to be discussing a tradition that crosses borders, honoring the ancestors by marking the Day of the Dead. With us this week is Norma Ang, counsel from Mexico, who is speaking to us from Albuquerque. In the second part of the show, we'll also talk to Xochitl Montelongo Earl from Santa Fe. Counsel Ang, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really looking forward about this conversation. Thank oh, you. I appreciate it so much. To start, I have a really basic question. Why do sometimes people call it Dia de los Muertos and other times Dia de Muertos? Which is it? Well, I think that the right word is Dia de los Muertos. Normally we use the, the article los. Yeah. That, that's, that's, a that's how mm -hmm. I was taught. And then someone said, no, it was the other way. So I thought I'd go to an expert. So thank you for answering that question. What does this day mean in Mexico where it started and people commemorate it, thousands and thousands of people every year? Um, it seems like it's both very personal and based in the community. Well, this tradition that it is very antique, no, a millenary tradition. It it was originating uh, during the ancient culture in Mexico. Uh, well, it has become nowadays really um, very very mm -hmm. popular. Yes, and it has become universal, not only a Mexican no celebration, Dia de los Muertos, and. It is very important for for Mexico, for the Mexican. Even in, I have to say that even in Mexico, it has become through the years very popular because it was only in some states where more indigenous community lives lives in. So now, because it has been increased in popularity and. And not only popularity, but knowing the real meaning of what we are celebrating that day is it became popular also within Mexico. And of course, well, in some other countries. Right. And right. I love this celebration because at the end, we build community around this festivity. What I love is that it connects us to the people we love who aren't with us. And you think about the community, there's the living, but then there's also the dead. And it's it, you don't think of celebration and connection with death, but this is a very hopeful holiday and a, a time where we think so fondly of the people we love. Yes, exactly. It is, um, it is very important because it's a way to remember our loved ones that uh, pass away in a different way, not with sadness, but not with happiness. The happy moments that we had with those with those with the people that um is not anymore with us in a very festive no in a yep. very festive in um way to to remember them yeah uh, always remembering the way what he likes to eat he or she sorry well likes to eat to drink some funny memories some nice pictures so that is also what the altar that the altar that we put or install an altar um that is the meaning no right because for instance my mother well i will decorate uh in the way that she'll like it 
I don't know what she used to eat or drink or any nice memory with a nice picture. And it is another way to to talk about our loved ones. Right. Because as long as we remember them, they're still alive. And yes, exactly. So that is why they always live uh, with us, no, yeah. even they are not here in this world, no? That's right. That's right. And now in New Mexico, when I was a little girl, I remember we didn't talk about Day of the Dead. And now it seems like everyone in New Mexico has an altar. Um, I mean, we, in our house, we had altars that had our relatives on it, but it wasn't at one time of the year. They usually just stayed up. But now our communities are celebrating it together and coming together. And I know that the Mexican Council has been helping with that. And I think that's a really generous thing that you do. Thank you. Well, the council lady, that is one of our tasks and activities to participate and collaborate with authorities, organizations, in all those activities that are related to Mexico. And of course, for me, personal, the consulate, we are really, it is a pleasure to collaborate actively with the city of Albuquerque. It's going to be the second time that the consulate joins these organizations in the city and all the people around and that organize the Dia de los Muertos in Santa Fe. And it is a pleasure. It is a pleasure for us. And I am the one that here at the consulate, we are uh, very thankful now because it is an initiative that comes from people in New Mexico. So mm -hmm. it is my honor to join you. As, oh, of thank course. you. It was a very exciting event last year, and I know people enjoyed it. And one of the, you know, the realities of Santa Fe is so many of our people from Mexico who live here live on the south side and they don't come to the plaza. And now everybody's coming to the plaza together to enjoy this. So I love when our yes. community comes together. Yes, you're right. Last time that I, um, when I went to Santa Fe to celebrate this day, it was really beautiful because the plaza were decorated. How do you say? Altars that were installed yes. around, Your friend does, yeah. around the Yes, around the plaza and very nice. And then at the end, there was um, the procession. So it was very nice, very close to our traditions. Oh, wow. How we, how we, in a traditional way, how we celebrate Dia de los Muertos. So that was uh, very important for me. I was also very impressed about the, the knowledge of people in Santa Fe, how they pay tribute to this festivity. So, oh, yeah, that's it nice. was so nice. Because sometimes when in the United States, when Americans take over a tradition from another country, sometimes we mess it up. And this is something that's so sacred. I don't want to see anything we do, you know, being disrespectful or or anything that wouldn't that would hurt people's feelings. I, I think that's really important because this is not just a cultural tradition, it's also a religious tradition because the indigenous people celebrated it in, the, in their ceremonies. And then when the Europeans came and the Catholics were there, you did all saints and all souls. And because in Mexico, it's two days, isn't it? Is that is that right? Dia de yes, los Muertos? Right. 
Exactly. One, the first date is for those people who pass away very young as a kid, okay. no? And then the other day is for adults, no? Yeah. So it, it is two days. But in Mexico, the celebration is, yes, November 2nd. Okay, that's right. That's Yeah, so that's it's on all souls instead of all saints, which, which kind of makes sense. Uh, one of the questions that people have is... The different decorations. I mean, obviously, a skeleton is what is left when our our flesh is eaten away. But the, I guess the Aztecs used to use skulls to celebrate, and then that's continued over the years. Then there's the presence of marigolds and the flowers with that scent to attract people from the other world. Are those things still happening? And and is that something that if I was doing a home altar, I would do some of those things? Well, in every, you know, in every state, in every indigenous community in Mexico, they celebrate in a different ways. And they put the altars in also like a, a different ways. But what we have heard, I mean, or learned is about that an altar has to have uh, some elements that is very necessary, no? That... It has to be with some of the elements, fire, wind, earth. So that is why we have to put food or drinks, no water, and the papel picado, that is um, the earth. So, so many symbols, no? But at the end, the most important thing is how we really feel no, about putting a altar. That is the most important thing in the meaning for us, for our family and our community. So for me, it has to be with that, no? Right. If we only have few elements of what the tradition says, well, I mean, we are not in Mexico, we are far away. Maybe we don't have so many of the things that the ancient culture put in, in the altars, but that is the most uh, important, the meaning for every person. Right. So to approach it with reverence and sincere exactly. intent, and, and then it works. Oh, that's a beautiful thought. Thank you for that. I, I love thinking <laughs> that if you're sincere, you can do your own version and, and it works for your purpose. And it works, of yeah. course, because it's very personal. So... Next weekend, we will be uh, marking it here in Santa Fe, and we thank you for your help and support in, in making it be so traditional and, and so welcoming to the community. And I appreciate your time today, Council. It, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I oh, know it, it is my pleasure. I really enjoyed this. Thank you. And if you want to say anything uh, in Espanol to uh, our viewers, because I know a lot of them are bilingual, that would be a lovely way to end this segment. Thank you. Muchas gracias y gracias por esta entrevista y los espero. Los esperamos en la Plaza de Santa Fe en esta celebración tan mexicana y al mismo tiempo tan universal de una tradición de las más antiguas que tiene México eh, y en honor a nuestros seres queridos. Thanks, Inez. This is Patrick Dorsey, publisher of the Santa Fe New Mexican. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Conversations Different with Inez Russell Gomez. Great local content is only possible with a talented staff dedicated to bringing you the best local content possible. 
For that staff to do its work, we need your support by subscribing to The Santa Fe New Mexican. If you're already a subscriber, thank you. And if not, there's never been a better time to subscribe. In addition to our home-delivered newspaper that comes with full digital access, we also provide digital-only subscriptions for SantaFeNewMexican.com. We'll also be releasing more online-only audio and video programming moving forward. The Santa Fe New Mexican has been here for nearly 175 years, and we want to continue being your source for local news and information. Visit us at SantaFeNewMexican.com slash subscribe or call us at 505-986-3010. Thank you. It's a new day in New Mexico, and the doors to boundless opportunity are open as tens of thousands of New Mexicans reach higher to pursue a dream, broaden their horizons, and retrain for a better job. With the New Mexico Lottery and Opportunity Scholarships, you could build yourself a better future anywhere in the state. You put in the hard work, we'll help with the costs. For eligibility details, visit ReachHigherNM.com. Sochi, thank you for joining us. We're here after the break. You are a Santa Ficino who has been helping put together our Dia de los Muertos community celebration. It's happening Friday and Saturday on the plaza, and then more events are taking place at El Museo and the Museum of International Folk Art. Why is Dia de los Muertos so important, do you think? Uh, yes. Uh, well, first of all, I want to say thank you for inviting me over, and I hope I can uh, be a good representation of my community, the Mexican community. And why is so important? Well, because the Mexican community is very valuable and is huge in New Mexico. And because in New Mexico, we are a tricultural state. Um, that is the basics of it. Why is Dia de los Muertos so important for us and for all across the USA and over the world is known? But Dia de los Muertos is a unique celebration for us, especially because it's a moment for us to not only remember, but to connect with those that have left us. Um, it's not only a tradition that is thousands of years old through our Aztec uh, civilization that uh, had many other tribes, Mexican tribes, yeah. that celebrated the dead. It was really different many, many thousands of years ago, and it changed with the colonization of the Americas when the Spanish came. And then later on, uh, with all the influences from different cultures, and now here in New Mexico, what we normally known by, by the Katrinas, the skeletons, the sugar skulls, and all that you've seen, the marigolds, but it was quite different. But why is it important? Not only as a, as a personal meaning, but as a contribution that the Mexican people has brought to the world, but specifically to Santa Fe. And now with our organizers from the Kiwanis Club, we're making this site a most exciting place to travel, just like it is San Miguel de Allende in Mexico City or Mexico City, to celebrate something that makes us unique, makes, oh. makes us equal. It has no frontiers. It has no differences, no matter the color, no matter the socioeconomical status that you have, no matter who you are, big, small, child, that's what united us. Oh, that's the a, death. Yeah. You know, it's a scary word, but it really is not. Yeah. And based on our traditions, 
the death, mourning, crying, uh, missing someone was disrespectful in our culture. Right. Because it was a triumph. It was a step into the underworld. And we forget that. And through the years and frankly, through the colonization and Christianization of mm-hmm. of the uh, native people of Mexico, well, all the influences came and uh, we changed and forgot the meaning of it. But originally, mourning was not allowed. It was like a triumph for you. You look forward to that moment, whether that was by accident or by end of life. Obviously, we all want to celebrate our end of life and part and walk you know, those what uh, places that the Aztec believe there were 13 uh, cielos mm-hmm. where you have to cross and then continue your journey and then come back to the mortals every year. So what this reminds us of is that the journey doesn't end on this world. There's something else after. And at that moment on the Day of the Dead, you can link with the people that you love and that you want to see again, even if it's when we were talking to the council earlier, it's like, as long as they're alive in our memories, they're alive. Exactly. So this is a way of keeping them with us and with alive. Us. And the, the symbology of that is, uh, you know, the Aztec dancers uh, for um, what Saturday the 28th, we're going to have that ritual. So the Aztec dancers are going to come and symbolizes the four elements that our people, the Aztecs and many other tribes of Mexico believe, the air, fire, uh, water, and what's the other one? Earth. Uh, Earth. Mm-hmm. So there is a ceremony where the Aztecs come and do that tradition to open up the realm. Right. Yeah. And then all the traditions, the candles and the marigolds or uh, sempasochitils, like my right. name. Aww. So it's uh, number 20 in Nahuatl. And it means many, many flowers. And it has a lot of legends with that flower. But that flower is very unique. It's, um, it's now has changed because... Of it's not the original seed anymore, but the original seed is very strong, the smell. Right. And if you dry it, it's supposed to guide the souls to come because to the Because it's altar. such a sharp smell. Exactly. Yeah. That's, what, I, that's the belief. And right. I, I choose, you know, I said we believed in the past, but I choose to believe because you have to have some kind of philosophy to know that you're connected right. to right. The, the ones that left you. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. And I, I think... Um, I know this time of year, as we get to the darkness, you feel closer to whatever's coming next. And it's it's across cultures. I mean, in, we celebrate Halloween in the United States, but that was a Celtic right. you know, commemoration where we thought souls are out. And I know that um, at you know local pueblos, they have quiet season where you're supposed to stay home and not go out as much and just you know, the winter is a time of rest and reflection. And when that happens, we think of those that we've lost. And and how do you have a celebration, though, like this that is so important to a community without turning it into another American, you know, let's have a party and get drunk and paint our faces kind of thing? Well, it is really important to the Mexican people, the Mexican community, mm-hmm. stay engaged. Yes. Um the Kiwanis Club, uh, who are the main organizers and the spearheaders of this um, great celebration, reached out to the community and um, voicing them to reach out to our people to continue the traditions. We need the help of our own people, especially the elders that have continued or the, the, the nationals of Mexico that mm-hmm. know 
more of our traditions, obviously, our youth that is born here will lose some of that, not because it's lost, because it's natural. They're, yeah. they're learning also the culture where we live in and we are productive members of it. So we reach out to the people to bring and continue the traditions. And this celebration is so important because of that. Uh, the organizers are bringing traditions that are original from Mexico to create a little bit, not, not to be as, as purist, Mm-hmm. but is to loyal to the traditions. Uh, one important part of that is Las Catrinas, right. the elegant uh, women with the big hat and the feather. Um, that was not part of the original the Dia de los Muertos uh, tradition from the ancient civilizations, but it's part of our history. So after the Spanish came in the 1900s, uh, there, uh, there was a very uh, famous cartoonist, Jose Guadalupe Posada, and he created La Catrina, which now is a representation of Dia de los Muertos, and I love her. Mm-hmm. I love her. I have her inside me. We all do. Yes. We all do. So he um, painted this skeleton, elegant woman with that traditional hat that everybody knows, uh, and he was. Uh, it was a satirical representation of the people of Mexico in that time that represented how you are dying inside and you still wanted to dress up. Oh, nice. And at the end, yeah. at the end, you're still going to die. Yeah. And it was the times of Mexico, at least at that time, we're still uh, trying to nurture ourselves. But at that time, that was a representation that he painted that because he was a political cartoonist in the 1900s. Then it became popularized by Diego Rivera when he painted um, uh, Un Sueño en un Domingo in El Parque de Alameda, which is a dream on a Sunday afternoon in Alameda Park, which is uh, central Mexico, the okay. park of where um, it used to be a, an Aztec market. Okay. And they built that park, and now the Museum of Diego Rivera is there. And he painted the Catrina from Posada right on the middle, and that's how it became... So, a symbol of it. So this ancient <laughs> tradition is able to change and, and create new images as it's gone along. Yes. yes. If it has the meaning of it. So right. then uh, she represented, uh, again, all of us with no yes. borders. We're all going to die one day right. and we all want to be, you know, you can have a philosophy on that. You, you can be whoever you intend to be, but at the end, you know what's inside you and you know that one day. Yeah. You're going to be... We're going to be gone. And if we're lucky, our little bones will be sitting there for someone to find someday. Exactly. And and maybe find out what we used to eat. I just heard on a podcast that they can check your bones and know if you were a vegetarian. Oh, And I was like, who knew? I didn't know that. that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes. I love that. I mean, in Catholicism, you know, we're supposed to be happy at death in the sense that the person is in heaven, you know, with God, with Jesus, with with the people who've come before. But of course, we we all cry and and and, I'm, and we're mourning. But I love that this tradition gets us back to the idea of celebration, celebration mm-hmm. of hope, and of a connection that you don't lose it when someone dies. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful philosophy. I mean, if at one point in my life I did not believe it, I embrace it now because mm-hmm. it's also very. Um, you know, it gives you some solace for yes. for the pain you experience when somebody leaves. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's beautiful. Uh, the skulls um, 
it was all a transformation through the years with the cult, you know, the cultures and the colors that we have in Mexico and the the sugars. But originally, the skulls were placed with the burials, right? You know, right. so they can and the food, uh, the flowers, so they can accompany accompany you. And you wouldn't get hungry the on the journey, journey. Mm-hmm. right? Right. And, and now, you know, I look forward to to see them. I, I'm not as lucky as, as feeling and seeing anything like that, but I look forward to that moment if it happens in this yeah. lifetime. I'm really happy that in New Mexico, we are getting in touch with more traditions that were Mexican that probably were here 150 years ago before yeah. the Americans came mm-hmm. and then went away. And now they seem to be coming back. I mean, even things like, you know, wearing your aras at your wedding or the different traditions uh, that people have, uh, you know, the quinceañeras, those kinds of things. We didn't do those for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And now so many people have re-embraced them. Yes, yes. Yeah. We are such a rich place to be. I'm so grateful I'm here. I'm part of this community. And we have so much to be proud of with the Native Americans, with the English, yeah. with the Americans, with the Mexicans. I mean, we we need to join forces on what we have so much to give and not what we have lost. I think that mm-hmm. that's a great that's a great point. Um and we're almost out of time, but I thought maybe it would be nice if you ask people from all of Santa Fe to come and you can use both Spanish and English, whichever you prefer, because I know many of our listeners are bilingual. Yes, gracias, gracias. Bueno, en este momento voy a cambiar al español y voy a invitar a todos mis compatriotas, a mis amigos, a mis familiares. Lo necesitamos, necesitamos existir en donde estamos y sobre todo aquí en Santa Fe. Necesitamos su ayuda, su colaboración, su alegría por celebrar nuestras tradiciones. And now in English, I'm inviting all my friends and all my family, uh, anybody who can listen to this wonderful podcast. Thank you, Ines and Matt. Uh, come, on, come on over to celebrate with us this great moment of culture. You know, not only to remember our, our loved ones that have left us, but come. We need you because we need you to continue the celebrations. It unites us all together with no barriers of colors and who we are. And we all united in celebration of life. Let's do not forget that we need you. Come on over to join us on the 27th, on the 28th at the plaza. And thank you so much for having us here. We- Thank you, Sochi, and thank you for all the hard work I know you've done with the city and with the Kiwanis Club to make this wonderful celebration possible. I love that we had the powwow a few weeks ago on Indigenous Peoples Day. That was such a happy day. And now we're going to have this celebration, another happy day, and we need more of that on our plaza because it belongs to all of us. Thank you. We will continue doing our work. Thank you. Thank you. This has been Conversations Different, and you'll find a list of the different Day of the Dead public events on our show page and our podcast at santafenewmexican.com or wherever you hear them. Until next week, it's Inez Russell Gomez. (laughs) 